Be patient with yourself. Self-growth is tender. It's holy ground. There is no greater investment. Hi, welcome to the Bedtime Daily Podcast. I am your host, Asma Muhammad, and I am on a personal growth journey. I'm here to share my insights into this journey to inspire you to create your own as I progress in mine. Every week, I will bring you fresh and amazing episodes about personal growth, as well as personal care from my experiences, self-care and development blogs, books, news, and all the useful, inspiring content in different, exciting forms. This is episode 2, and today I'm your personal narrator, reading 9 Tips to Start Your Self-Improvement Plan by Alison Sue of CompassMyLife.com. I would be sure to leave the link to the full article in the description box. Now, let's dive right in. Number 1. Decide what self-improvement looks like for you. The exact answer to what self-improvement is differs for everyone. There is no one right answer to that. What you need in your life may vary from what we need in ours. It varies from what your best friend needs in theirs. Self-improvement looks different for everyone based on their own personal situation and life needs. You are unique and so is your life situation. People who cry out things like wake up by 5am or run 3 miles a day have found what works for their personal situations and lifestyle needs. But in reality, it may not be realistic for the vast majority of the population. Which brings us back to the question, what does self-improvement look like for you? Well, I may not be able to tell you exactly what you need to do. But we can tell you where to start with self-discovery. Number two, get to know yourself better. Oftentimes, we believe that we know who we are because we are well ourselves. But truthfully, we may not have taken time to discover why we do the things we do, think the way we think and believe the things we believe. Grab a pen and some paper and spend some time in introspection, asking yourself questions. I like to think of it as a first date with yourself. What are the kinds of questions you want to ask about people on a first, second and third date? Asking ourselves these questions can really open up our eyes to things we've never taken the time to think through about ourselves. A lot of good introspective questions revolve around why. Number three, evaluate and prioritize. Now that you've taken some time to get to really know yourself just a little better, you can evaluate and prioritize the areas of your life. There are really four main aspects of oneself that make up our overall existence. These areas are your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. Now, of course, there are many things that go into each of these aspects, but thinking about them as a whole, take time to evaluate how you are in each other and which ones taking time to improve would have the biggest impact on your life in a positive way. Don't feel the need to fix or improve every one of these areas at once. Pick just one or a subtopic of one to focus on. You'll find that as you begin to realign areas of your life that are important to you, that other areas will naturally start to fall into line as well. Or perhaps this is just what happens when your self-improvement in that area becomes second nature and you suddenly have a wider scope of endurance. Either way, the point remains the same. Don't drive yourself nuts trying to do it all. Just focus on one thing at a time. Number four, check your mindset. A super important tip here. 
Make sure you are in the mindset of improvement. It's a rough shot at ourselves to admit that we have room for improvement. Our pride rises up as a guardian to our insecurities. Pushing that guardian down and burying our insecurities can be a little painful, but it often is what creates the most room for growth. Keep an open mindset to the idea that there are things in your life you may need to let go. Number five, set your vision and dreams. Do you know where you want the self-improvement plan to take you? Beyond just being a better person, is the knowledge that you can actively work to grow towards who you need to be for the dream you've set for yourself. Knowing exactly what your vision is will help guide you motivate and prepare you on your self-improvement journey number six recognize your upper limits recently my husband was urged to read a book called the big leap by gay hendrix man this book was mind-blowing literally the book opens up this idea that each and every one of us has upper limits in life a ceiling for the limits of our success that we unknowingly keep ourselves under It's the idea that we essentially self-limit ourselves from growing beyond a certain point. I highly suggest every success-seeking person read this book. Hendrix covers the type of limits and reasons we place them on ourselves as well as how to break past them. If you are creating a self-improvement plan for your life, this is a great resource to help you recognize and reach past your personal upper limits. I can't even say enough good things about this book. It will teach you to bust through your upper limits in life, conquer your hidden fear, and take life to the next level. Number seven, define and map out your goals. Well, you've made it this far. Congrats. Now that you hopefully have a better idea of what to put on your self-improvement plan, the next step is to set a few goals in accordance with them. Now, I'm not talking about life learning, unaccomplishable, demotivating, make you cringe, setting goals kind of stuff. I literally just mean to map out a simple plan that will help guide you through all the inspirational thoughts you've just had about what you want to do with this new information. It doesn't need to be anything fancy or complicated. You could even just write a few thoughts down on the scrap piece of an envelope from last week's mail that you haven't thrown away yet. Number 8. Find self-improvement resources. This can really be anything that helps you with your chosen area of self-improvement. My go-tos are usually books, podcasts, TED Talks, and blog posts. Number nine, take action. Well, you've learned more about yourself, established your priorities, set visions and goals, and found resources. Those are all amazing steps to completing your self-improvement plan, and I couldn't be happier for you. I wanted to mention this last point, though, because I think it's the one that people tend to forget sometimes. Now that you have your plan, you have to act on it for it to work. This doesn't have to be anything major. A little change at a time will go a long way. In fact, just a 1% change each day will make you 37 times better in a year. I don't know about you, but 1% a day sounds like less work to me than getting out of bed some days. 1% is so doable. I know you can do that. So guys, those were 9 tips to improve your self-improvement plan, narrated by me. I hope you gained a little something from that. The article is actually longer than that with more self-improvement tips and ideas, so I urge you to check it out. 
as i mentioned earlier i'll leave the link in the description box i look forward to your feedback and i can't wait to catch you on the next episode